Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. Hey, everybody, it's Nancy Norbeck. I am back with this week's Creative Pep Talk. And this week, what I want to talk about is starting where you are. This is going to overlap a little bit probably with one of my first pep talks, which was about being ready because they are related. We often don't start things because we think we're not ready, but we also don't start things because we don't think we have the right stuff. Now, again, that can fall into the category of not feeling like we're ready. But let me give you an example. This very podcast didn't happen because I had a studio. It didn't happen because I had a production company. It didn't happen because I had any of the things that anybody thinks they need to start a podcast. This podcast started because I had an idea and an opportunity and an iPad and a hotel room and the nerve to ask somebody if he would be on my podcast. And he said yes. To this day, I record my interviews in the closet in my bedroom because it's the best for sound for a number of reasons. It's a cliche. Do I care? No. If I cared, I wouldn't have a podcast. This episode that I am recording right this second is episode 137. If I had not started my podcast where I was with what I had, this was before I even had a microphone. I didn't even know what a pop filter was. I had no idea how to use a piece of software like Audacity. Nothing. I had an iPad, a hotel room, and a guest and a little bit of nerve. There's no way I would be on episode 137 of this podcast. I started where I was with what I was and with what I had. Now, again, there's a lot of overlap between that and feeling like you're not ready. Here's the thing. A lot of not feeling ready is about us. You can go back and listen to that episode for more about that. But a lot of not feeling ready is also about feeling like we don't have the right stuff. And the thing is, a lot of the time we have more than we think we do. It just requires you to think about it in a different way. No, I don't have a studio. I don't have a microphone. I don't have any of the fancy stuff that you think you need for a podcast, but I have an iPad. And quite frankly, an iPad microphone is really pretty damn good. So, you know, what do you have? I don't have a studio, but I have a closet with a lot of sound insulation. It's a little cramped. There's literally enough room for me in there once I set everything up, but it works. Who cares? If I didn't tell you, would you know? My guess is you probably wouldn't know I'd recorded it in my closet. We think we need big, fancy things. We think we need to be in a better place than we're in. And part of the reason that we think that is that our expectations are crazy out of line with what we want to do and what we can do. And therefore, we don't recognize what we can do. It's one of the things that I don't think I actually talked about in last pep talk about five minutes. Part of the reason five minutes works is that it compresses your expectations down to something realistic. You're not going to write six pages of of your book. Well, you might write six pages of your book in five minutes if you really end up on a roll, but odds are you're going to write a couple paragraphs and that's okay because you only had five minutes. It's in line with your expectations. It's the same thing with starting where you are. Do I expect that I'm going to record episode 138 in a full-blown studio with fancy producers? Nope. 
and it makes it so much more accessible. Would I love a fancy studio with all sorts of producers? You bet I would. But it doesn't mean I can't do what I want to do right here with what I have. It's just a matter of figuring out how can you make it work? If you have to jerry-rig it, so what? As long as it works, who cares? If you want to be a painter and you don't have paint or you don't have an easel, play around with watercolors in a watercolor book. You know, take photos on your iPhone if that's what you have. Make videos. I mean, people have, have shot movies on a phone for crying out loud. There's no reason you can't too. Take what you have including your own ingenuity and your own ability to see things in a different way, plus the equipment that you have. Don't look down on it. It's there to help you get started. It's there to help you prove to yourself that you can do the things that you want to do. You can always upgrade later. You might even find ways to do things that you never would have come up with if you had all that fancy stuff. Listen to my interview with John Davey if you want to hear more about an instance of that. Because you don't have all the fancy things, leave room for the possibility that you can do more than you think with what you already have, even if you think it's not what you need. Even if you think you're not what you need just yet, go play with it. You know, I say this all the time, but kids don't get hung up on this stuff. Kids build boats out of Lego that don't even look like boats. They don't care. In their head, it's a boat. They run with it. They do it. They don't get hung up on it being realistic, on it matching any idea of what a good enough boat needs to be. Why should you? We get hung up on this stuff because we've been trained to think that we have to have all the right stuff and we have to be all the right stuff. And here's the hint. You already are all the right stuff. You just probably haven't let yourself know it yet if you think you're not. Let the stuff you have, let the place where you are be a springboard, could be a much better springboard than you ever imagined. Let it help prove to you that you do have what it takes and maybe even a little bit extra because you're willing to jump in before you think you should, before you think you're ready, before you think you are at the point that you need to be at, equipment-wise, human being-wise, in any respect. Because I guarantee you, there are other people out there doing it right now. And there's no reason why you can't do it too. So I hope that you'll think about it. See what you could come up with for yourself and give it a try. And don't be afraid to take tiny steps to do it in five minutes. It's all, it's all okay. Go back and check out the other pep talks if you need a little bit more encouragement. If there's something that comes up for you that you feel like I haven't covered, let me know what it is and I'll see what I can do. I want you to feel like You've got what it takes, even if it's not what you think what it takes is supposed to be. So with that, go out, try something new, start something, even though you don't think you have all the right stuff, see what it can teach you and have a great time doing it. I'll see you next time. You know, I talk to people all the time who are feeling totally lost, overwhelmed and stuck creatively. And I know there are lots more of you out there who are feeling the same way. So I made something to help. Check out the link in your podcast app for my creative tune-up kit. It's 37 bucks, super affordable, and it's full of my favorite coaching tools to help you rediscover your creative self and make progress fast. I would love to get it into your hands so that you can get unstuck and create 
beautiful things this year. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners. Thank you.